Hey, this is Adam McKay. And this is Will Farrell. Thanks for downloading this podcast on podcastone.com. Hey, you didn't have to do it, and we appreciate it. We appreciate your time and your consideration. You're busy. you got better things to do. And please go see Anchorman 2. That's, that's the other thing we wanted to tell you. We wanted to say that, so you go see it. You know what? You don't have to, though, honestly. You already downloaded this. That's probably that's enough. Probably enough. <laughs> but if you get some more energy, if you feel like doing an additional thing, go see Anchorman 2. No pressure. Totally up to you. Anchorman 2 is in theaters Friday, December 20th. Podcast1.com is available right now. The following program is a Podcast1.com production. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, everybody. This is Brandy Glanville. You might know me best from Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, but today, I'm starting my first brand new podcast with Podcast One. It's called Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Today, just so you guys know, I have Jennifer Jimenez. She's kind of a ringer because she's my best friend. And I've been given a chance to answer your Twitter questions. So let's go to Twitter and see what is happening. Jennifer's been tweeting me a lot, and so has Dr. Will Kirby. Oh, let's talk about Dr. Oz for a second. Yesterday, I took green coffee beans and this Sarah Vital stuff that Dr. Oz told me to buy, which I blame him for a lot of my bills, to be honest, because I buy everything he says. I took them together in the morning, and I was cracked out of my mind all day. I was dizzy. I didn't want to eat, but I was, like, pinned. I feel like just say no to crack, Dr. Oz. Come on, dude. I, I really would recommend not taking the Cerevital and the green coffee beans together unless you really have a lot to do in your day <laughs> and don't have children. There's This is a very angry woman on my Twitter. She always tweets very evil things at me. I really don't get why – People are on Twitter just to hate you. Like, why are you investing your time in me to send these tweets that are just taking up time in your day? If you're so much better than I am, don't waste energy on me. And she has 12 followers, which would make you understand why she's such a hated, bitter mom. Jesus. Her name is Heather Ann. She wrote, you are a bitter single mom. Let me guess. Someone stole your hubby? (laughs) I'm not bitter. I am a single mom and no one stole my husband. He had he had to want to leave. I don't agree with the line that someone can take someone else away. It just doesn't happen that way. Everything takes two people. A guy has to be willing to go. A girl has to be willing to go. So no. And I'm bitter. Not anymore. I was for a hot second, but I'm, I'm done with that. Okay, because it is my first podcast, I'm sitting with the CEO of Podcast One, Norm Pattis, and he is my boss. The person with the 12 Twitter followers? Yeah. It's now got about a million. I know. Followers. It's so stupid that I did that. I no, just gave her validity. No. It's not stupid, but you are doing her a great favor. She should start sending you nice Twitters now. Well, I mean, I just feel like, why? Like, I, I would never write, I mean, I write fuck you or fuck off or block, but I don't say I hate you or you're ugly or you're old or you're bitter or you're bad mom or you're an alcoholic. Why spend your energy trying to bring someone else down? It's called hostile envy. 
Boy, I just don't get it, I guess. When you think about Twitter, it really is the most narcissistic thing in the entire world to think that somebody actually cares where you are, if you're checking in or what you're doing, or it's, it's, you're just shouting out, listen, I'm at the pumpkin patch. I do it all the time. But yeah, and everybody's all upset about, you know, snooping and what have you, but everybody's putting it out there so that there's no privacy anyway. No, it's, you know, you don't have to snoop anymore. You can cyber stalk someone and know exactly where they are and what they're doing. And I actually wrote a chapter about that in my new book. Social media is ruining romance. It really is. I, I can track you down all day, Norm. So can my wife. <laughs> and us ladies are really happy about it all. It's harder for men to cheat these days. Thank God. Well, yeah, sure. You may as well thank God. Are you Jew for Jesus or just for God? Well, you know, they have a name uh, for Jews for Jesus. What are they? They're called Christians. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah. It's hard to make me laugh, Norm. Yeah, no, I think I'm we're going to get along really well. I'm sort well. of a Jew for Jews. I'm Jewish, as in all my friends are Jewish, so we kind of do Hanukkah and Christmas just to make everyone happy. And in my Rodeo family. Drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I have your credit yeah. card, I'm willing to go any day of the week. Um, we have Dr. Will Kirby here today. He's a dermatologist to the stars. I have lots of questions for him. Obviously, you have no tattoos. No, no. I'm I'm, I'm from a generation that thought uh, you don't get buried in a cemetery with tattoos. You know what? I am too. I am not a fan of the tattoo. I explained it to my children like this. I said, you know, <laughs> when you're in kindergarten and you guys love Dora the Explorer so much and you love that thing so much that you got Dora tattooed on your calf, now push forward to fifth grade. And you're a dude in fifth grade with a Dora tattoo. That's not hot. And so they said they promised they would never get tattoos. Well, look, you're, you're a lot closer <laughs> to the tattoo generation than I am. I don't get it, but uh, a lot of people do. So who am I? I mean, why mess with perfection, right, Norm? Well. <laughs> I'm talking about you here, not myself. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm looking the other way. So should I call in my first guest? Tell me what I should do. I think you should call in your first guest. All right. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered here on Podcast One. You might know me from my New York Times bestselling book, Drinking and Tweeting. You might know me from Scandalous Pictures Online or the tabloid tour affair that my husband had with Leanne Rhymes. But today you're going to get to know a different unfiltered side of me. So stay tuned. Let's have a little fun. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will return in a minute. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to let you know again that my second episode of Kathy Lee and Company is running right now and available on PodcastOne.com. Here's Chris Jenner to say why she came on with her old friend. Well, because you made me. <laughs> Actually, because I love you and because I want to be there to support you. Back at you, Missy. Love you. Love you, too. Join us on Kathy Lee and Company, PodcastOne.com. Shine, baby. Available now. Available now. At PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastONE.com. You're listening to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. 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 All right, so welcome back to my podcast. Jennifer Jimenez and I go back a good 20 years. Um, we actually initially helped get her sober, which is kind of shocking. People don't know the whole story. Um, I was pregnant and married, and she was on her way to a really bad space and all of her friends kind of quit on her and 
Although I was told she was a lost cause, I would not give up on her, and I helped her get into a treatment facility, and it was a long road after that, but she is clean and sober and ready to mingle. Hi, thank you for having me. Honestly, I say this with all sincerity, I am so honored that I'm your first guest. Well, I had to pull a ringer. (laughs) I'm so nervous. I was thinking, I need someone that I can relax with and have fun with, and that isn't going to judge how much cover-up I have on. Well, because I have more than you. Yeah, you kind of do. I, I kind of do. Kind of, I do. I've been getting ready since early this morning. I was more nervous for you, I think, than you were. Well, I had a normal morning. I had to get up at 6, get the boys up, dressed, toothbrushed, and out to Calabasas, and then back. And then I locked myself out of the house for, like, the third time. Um, and then I broke in. Oh, no. Set off the alarm. And uh, showered, still have wet hair, but I'm here, and you're here. Yeah. So and you look fabulous. I said you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tell me more. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so I just want to say I know that right now there's a lot on your plate because you have a new magazine, a sobriety magazine. It's called Soberbook. It's called Soberbook.com, and um, it's more than just sobriety. It's anything that anyone's overcome, any kind of adverse uh, adversity anyone's overcome. Like losing a rela- a man, getting a man, having a baby. <laughs> Wait, are you talking to me? Okay. <laughs> no, but no, I mean no, no. But um, it's about like dr- overcoming drugs, alcohol, mental disorders, abuse, eating disorders. Um, how'd you get the job? How'd you lo- you know? How did you lose the job? What are you doing? Some people are writing. It's an anonymous magazine. Uh, no names, no faces. I have a question about that. Okay. <laughs> yes. So. Alcoholic Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous. Why is it anonymous? Like, why why not just share your demons with everyone and say, "This is me. This is who I am. I need to get help." Let's let's have a conversation about it. Well, because there is something that started um, about you know the twelve steps, you know the program, uh, any anonymous program. They um, they wanted to keep it anonymous because people were ashamed and afraid back in the day. You know, I think today in society and like in this day and age and in society like I there's been so much awareness brought to the forefront. Yeah. You know, like the celebrity rehabs and the interventions and stuff and it's more acceptable because we all suffer from alcoholism or drug addiction or some kind of thing. If it's not you, it's a loved one. Right. It's an employer, an employee, uh, a hapless passerby, a partner, you know, somebody you know is affected and therefore you're affected with them. Like you were affected with me because I was sick, you and know. Now that I'm addicted to all the things that are beauty products, you're affected with me because I have you doing too many chemical pills and I'm messing with your skin all okay, the time. Wait, because of you, I went and I bought, Brandy bought me, I should kind of explain this, is that somebody you, that you bought me for Christmas, a microdermabrasion machine, I bought new one, new oh, little filters oh, last night. great? I, yeah, and being tan because I, I'm in Florida doing the magazine all the time, it's been really hard, you know, in the dark spots, and I'm not 20, so... Well, luckily, we have a dermatologist on next. I am going to grill that motherfucker. You have no idea. Well, I have so many questions. Let me tell you, I've already been asking him stuff. He has flawless skin. <laughs> I know. I, he looks like he's 12, and he's not. He's 39, and I Googled him. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's really handsome and loves his wife. It's really cute. Oh, oh, that's cute. I yeah. thought I was hoping he was single. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. say he's married when you Google him. Well, he did. Oh, <laughs> well, there you have it. He made it a point, and I was right. like, oh, well, I'm in a relationship, too. Like, I mean, we were just talking right. about skin stuff and, and Halloween and... All that okay, so let's talk a little bit about entertainment right now, what's going on. Did you see the Kim K? I know you saw it because you talked about it. The Kim K, which the, the booty shot she posted yeah. in the white bathing suit. Loving it. Me too. Loving it. So I actually took a picture 
and it's exactly the same, but obviously I'm taller and skinnier without the butt. Um, and I was going to tweet it like for fun. And then I saw the backlash that she got. And I was like, listen, people out there, when you're pregnant, you just don't feel sexy at all. I don't care when people, oh, I feel beautiful. I am. I'm sorry. I've been there twice. You have back knee. You pee when you sneeze. Back knee. I had back knee. It was not hot. It was nothing hot about being pregnant. I had like cankles. I had a thigh <laughs> on my arm. Yeah, I, it, I get the thigh no. on the arm. So the second that baby was spit out, I would find my inner hooch. I was like <laughs> the biggest hooch of all time wearing things I should not have been wearing, getting glitter and, and rhinestone pedicures. and just. Do you remember when that was in though? That was in back in the day. It should never be in. No, I know. I um, or there's no rhinestone. No, but Nelly, my mom, she has, she loves it. It's so Latina. I love it too, but, but only for Nelly. Let me just tell you, I honestly, and I say this all the time, I'm not even fucking joking. You have the best fucking ass I have ever seen. I would <laughs> eat that ass, and that oh! sounds just so wrong on every oh level. Oh my god, Jen. but it's okay. perfect. You have not one okay. dimple. Let's I don't know how. Then. Let me back something up. This has been an issue between you and I. The vulgarity. I'm sorry. It's how I speak. speak. But I love your ass. Ew. I mean, thank you. And I should start. I love Brandy Glanville's ass Twitter account. I think I'm going to now. Okay. Let's not talk over each other. But no, this is this is an issue. So we have a serious problem to address. You are an overhugger. I cannot help it. Three seconds too long. No, it's like my arms go limp. I need to be touched in love, and you have to give it to me because you're my best fucking friend. I do give it to you, but I think there should be like a three-second rule for a hug. I do the three-second rule with everyone else. No, you don't. I've seen you. I, I've seen people go limp in your arms. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the Kim K picture, I was, I really was going to tweet a picture. And then I just the backlash that these people, I saw like, it. you're a mom. You're not sexy anymore. And like, listen, just because you're a mother doesn't mean you lose your sexy and you're just automatically a baby factory. It's bullshit. Like, they, people need to stop seeing women as a different kind of figure after they have kids. We have to go back to figure is not the words. Figure. figure. I, I, I can't I say. I can't. It's, it's an issue with me. Figure. 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 I, I know. I, I, I have issues with I know, but words. I can't say certain words because of my Spanish speaking first. Hormonal. Hormonal. <laughs> I can't say that. I swear I can't. Okay. Well, let's move forward from there. I'm sorry. I, I no, you just, should, because we're best just, friends. I have to stop you when you say figure. Figure. I figure. Just, it's, right. it's a problem. Um, so moving forward, what were we talking about? Kim's ass. Oh, and yes. your ass. Oh, ass. Okay, yes. So I recently saw some tabloid headlines that it had the younger Jenner sisters, I think Kylie and what's the, what's the other girl's name? Kendall. Kendall. All right, and they were coming in out of a club at like 2 a.m., at like their age 15 and 16, I have to say, I don't know what your take on this is, but when I was 15, I had a fake ID and I was up at JR's on J Street having Long Island iced teas. <laughs> I was at the Bandouche in Paris at age 13, turning 14, my birthday there. I turned 14 and at the Bandouche. We've turned out fine. Yeah. Okay, worry, people, worry. I, know, worry. <laughs> I honestly, I think it's horrible. I think it's, it, it just sends such a bad signal, you know, to, to, the world and these girls, like they have so much so fast and so young. Like, I'm what's going to be? I'm real not worried about them. See, we have a different take on that. See, I feel like everyone's watching them all of the time. It makes them more accountable, and they don't really get to mess up. This is their big mess up, which is not for a teenager a big mess up because how many times have I been since I was like 15, drunk and sloppy, and coming home at midnight? It's 
The world just, is watching, but the world watched a lot of people too. Like, you know, and I get it. Right. I get it. I come from that. Like I've, you know, Lindsay Lohan's a great example. The world watches her, you know, and, and. But she doesn't have a great support system like these girls. These girls have this giant yeah, they have family. A great family. I just don't, I don't think it's a big deal. I think that people are sensationalizing something that is just normal teenage drinking. Who cares? Yeah. But we can agree to disagree on that. Yeah. I mean, look. We all do it. I think it doesn't matter we if don't. you're... Well, no, I mean, in the public eye or not in the public eye, at 15, 16, you are going into a bar or you're getting drunk. You yeah. have at least one time, you know, if not more. Yep. So it's true, and they're just unfortunately doing it in the public eye. Well, it's, it's, it's either unfortunate or it's fortunate that it's going to hold them a little more accountable because I can tell you from being on a TV show now... I don't honk as much when I'm driving and yeah. yell at people and flip people off because yeah. I don't want them to say, oh, there's that crazy chick from that show. Mm-hmm. No wonder. I, she is really crazy. It does make you a better person almost. It does. And, you know, I'll tell you, too, me breaking my anonymity because for so long, and you, I mean, we've known each other over 16 years now. Yeah. I used to be like, I don't want anyone to know. Like, I think I'm a fabulous actress and I can't tell people I'm, I'm sober. Now I'm like, man, I lost it all, and I want everyone to know that I'm sober because it does keep me accountable. Another thing is that about the TV shows and you being on TV and stuff, like I get so angry that people try to judge when they don't really know you, even though they're watching you in your house or me or anyone else. Like they don't know, know, know us. You know what I mean? Like they don't know the vulnerable, sweet, kind side. You know, they don't know. Because we've been friends and gone through so much, you know, we're really real friends. You're my sister. You know, you're my blood. Like, I and agree. oh, you know me, I get all teary. I'm it. not going to get us. We've gone through so much, and you know, we've. You're just family. You know what I mean? And, and they don't see like the beauty. Like they see it, but they don't really see it. You know, they don't get to capture every moment that I've been able to capture. Well, I think it's different. You're, you are around me and my children, which the camera crews are not. And you lived with me in my home for over a year or so. I was in your wedding. You're I, in, I know. The first girlfriend to hold Mason at the hospital. No, It's like, a big deal. You've been around for all of the soft, gentler sides of Brandy. And I really do have two personalities. I mean, there's the one you see on TV and the one I am when I'm with the kids and at home. And unfortunately, a lot of people only see the one on TV and they're like, she's that batshit crazy drunk chick. And I have to go with that because I am that sometimes when I'm on TV, but... Honestly, I think that alcohol <laughs> makes the reality TV world go round. I'm going to have Gigi from Shaws of Sunset on later. She's so I'm, gorgeous. Yes, but I'm going to talk to her about that and see what she thinks about that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? About drinking? Yeah. Do you think that it – what do you think about reality television and drinking? Do you think it fuels the drama? I think it absolutely fuels the drama. I think that, you know – you get to see more sides of people. I think that for some cases, it's a complete shame and it's hard to watch on other, uh, you know, people that used to be on your show that no longer on your show. Mm-hmm. It's like it's watching a train wreck. You know, people that I've seen on other shows doing that, it's like I want to cry. You know, I it, I also like I remember watching Jersey Shore with my little cousin Miranda. Have seen Jersey Shore? Can you believe that? Well. Miranda's 16 at the time, and she's like, fist punt with a bitch. Like, this is a little virgin girl. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is what society is bringing up on, you know, that generation. Like, that's what freaks me out, that kind of stuff, you know. Um, but they're so much more advanced. Like, Mason and Jakey are so much more advanced than we ever were. Like, I'm more of, like, I'm like, they know the computer stuff better than we do. Well, I have to have them help me with it. I put, I got parental controls put on the computers, and now I can't use them. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? I have to, like, take my iPad and sneak out to the car to Google something that I don't want them seeing. 
Speaking of things that I don't want them seeing, I have a hilarious story for you. Okay. So you and I both know that my ex-husband is Eddie Sibrian. He's doing um, a TV show, reality TV show. Yeah, about you? No, no, no. Well, don't get angry. I know you're going to get angry. This is not an angry subject. He's doing a reality TV show with his wife um, about their love and, and I guess their family. I, you know, I'm not sure what's going on. So, um, wow. They <clears throat> no, this is really funny. They hired someone that I know to play Leon's friend on the show. <laughs> they hired somebody? There's like a script, and they hired somebody that I know to play her friend. Shut the front door. And this person just told me, and I, I mean, the fa- I have a spy. You have a sp- Not only do you have a spy, but she had to hire a friend. Oh, well, let's not, like, yeah, okay. oh, all right. Okay. I'm, not, I'm just letting you know that I have a spy. Okay, so, and what are you finding well, out? Give me some juice. Bit. So you have to give me some. I'm going to give everyone a little bit. You know that Dean Charmay, Leanne's ex-husband, is coming to do the podcast at, at like around Thanksgiving time. Oh. So that will be, I think, the first time that he and I are ever interviewing or in the same room together that people can actually ask us questions and we can talk it out. It's going to be very interesting. Speaking of asking questions, I got some Twitter questions. Oh, good. Because um, I got a bunch of haters. Well, no. I got like, like – people wanted to know if okay. one of the things I remember is, is Brandy a good cook? Oh, you okay. Please tell people. You can be honest. I My feelings won't get hurt. Okay. Brandy's not just a good cook. Brandy's not just a good cook. Brandy's an excellent cook. Brandy, back in the day, wanted to be a chef, and she should be a chef. I think you should still do that and open your own restaurant because you're such a good cook. If people knew how good of a cook, like, your tacos, taco nights are the best thing. Your beef stroganoff. You like my taco? I love your taco. You know that. I love Brandy Glanville's tacos. Oh, boy. Uh, taco. It always goes there with us. I know. Just straight to the gutter. Mostly me. No, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. No, mine too. But then you get all grossed out that I get to go there. I know because it's you, you can go there without fully going there. There's just like, a little, mm, yeah, yeah. It's I gossip. like your tacos. Okay, okay, okay. okay. And then like, your beef stroganoff, your lasagnas, your pastas, your I'm chicken. A comfort food cooker. I, I cook with love and butter and cream. Um, I get this a lot on Twitter. I get have a hamburger, bitch. You anorexic bitch. And I would just like people to know. That I eat more than most men I know, and I eat in and out. I love Del Taco's my Del all, ta- no. all time all time favorite. You eat hamburgers and Shit. tacos all the time. You eat like a truck yeah, driver. So. I, know. No, I guess not a truck driver, but you eat a lot. Well, I'm in my car so much going back and forth to Calabasas to get the kids that we do end up eating a lot of fast food, and it does gross a lot of people out. But I have an order wherever we go. Burger King, it's a Junior Whopper and Chicken Tenders. They have these new French fries that are half the fat, but they're crinkled, and I don't know crinkled. Mm. Uh, I don't do Wendy's at all. That's a big no for me. You like bread. At, remember Cafe Med? You love. Oh, oh my, it's so, so good. good. You you um you go in your refrigerator. You go to your house and you go in your refrigerator, and it's like going Stop. into. Yeah, it yeah, is. You awesome. get a little it's excited. It's my favorite place to go. Everyone says everyone comes over, and the first thing they do is hit the pantry. Mm-hmm. Uh, my house is always fully stocked. Always has been too. You know, I'm a professional grocery shopper. Yeah, you've always and you've always been an eater. I know. And, and you've had this body. And well, you've always had this body. I have a little belly, and I do have high cholesterol, which we both know. Because of my choice of diet, and I am on Zocor, it's a medicine that you take for high cholesterol. So all of you that want me to have a sandwich, I'm eating them, and my heart is about to give out because of it. Yeah, no, she, she's eating them and mine, too. And I, like, look at food, and I gain weight, which sucks. You know, but I've worked really hard. I've lost 140 amazing. pounds. And I, yeah, thank you. You look amazing. And how, you. how 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 was that? How did that go? 140 pounds. is That's, like... 
How much you weigh right now? Yeah. I'm guessing. I don't know what you weigh. Five now, but yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, I mean, you know, and I fluctuate sometimes 130 and sometimes 140. And, and you know, I'm 5'10". So, like, it's not... No, it's normal. Yeah. And it's a normal size for us. And yeah. people think 135 pounds. That's a size 4'6". Yeah. But when I tell people I weigh 125, they're like, oh, you're big. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm 5'10". Yeah. It, it, it balances out, people. Yeah. And I'm... I'm la- I mean, I'm just... Cur- you know, there's... You're a curvy mama Um Thank you. Beautiful. You know, I gotta, I gotta admit, before I answer the other stuff, is that you love me so much. You make me feel beautiful. And I thank you for that. You've loved me throughout all my ups and downs. But, you know, when I was heavy, I. You have the most beautiful face. And I've always told you that. I get so angry. I know, but because you discount yourself, you don't know your own value. And it, it really bothers me, especially when I see you out there dating. And I see these guys treating you like crap. It makes me so mad because for a long time, Jen, I was I was very convinced that your picker was off. I, I got to tell you that you are 100% true on that. Like, And I think like taking the last two and a half years break, like taking that two and a half year break that I just recently did, you know, and walking away from everything and being alone, like I couldn't really even date correctly. And I've been so desperate. Like, so desperate is the word. You, you call I, me, no, you call me desperado. <laughs> but you know, I mean, now I'm in a relationship and you know, I'm finding boundaries and, and, and I'm using those. And I'm, it, you know, we're, it's bi coastal. So bye. Um, <laughs> bye, <laughs> bye, coastal. Bye, bye, coastal. Um, and I, you know, I'm learning to balance that. So is it hard having a bi coastal, a long distance relationship? It, it's, really easy for me right now in the sense that we're always talking or we're FaceTiming. You know, we have to, like, we had a date night the other night. Have on- you guys Skype sex? Yes. Oh! Yeah. And? That's what I was going to say. We went on a date the other night and, like, oh. it was, we watched a TV show and then we got on FaceTime and hey, we got, <laughs> we had sexy time and, um, oh. yeah. I, I mean, I've I'm honestly... He's going to kill me. <laughs> he's going to kill me. Well, is, wait, let me ask. Is he sober as well or is he a drinker? He, he let's not ask that question. Oh, okay. Never mind. That question that is one, not take asked. Off. Yes. <laughs> um, but what, I got to tell you, I mean, sexy time with him is real fun. On Skype? He's, like, what do you... I mean, no, I've honestly never... Okay. I mean, I have... I've ha- done it once. It's difficult. It's kind of embarrassing at first. It's, it's really I don't embarrassing. do sexting, though. I don't do, like, sex, like sending pictures because I'm mortified. You can... You, there's a way to send sexy pictures. You have to take your face out of it at Can all I times. just take body shots of you and say it's me? Um, because I'm white and you're Latin, Shit. I don't think that's going to work. Shit. I could tan... You could shake it up and break it up and do shake the... Shake it up like that? <laughs> do do like, the filters. She's acting like she's holding a big cock when she's saying <gasps> shake it. That's what you were doing. You were so He's vulgar. nodding. Phil's oh nodding. Yes. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, we're... It's gonna, unfiltered, right? It is. <laughs> B, we have so much to talk about. I need to come back. Oh my gosh. I'm having you every week. Are you kidding? Okay, good. Because I'm ready to talk some shit about some people that shouldn't be talking shit about you. Ooh. <laughs> Gangster bitch. Uh-huh. All right. Well, thank you so much for being you. here. Let's make out later. Okay. Let's make out later okay. tonight. Uh-huh. And thank you. Congratulations. Now we have um, Dr. Will Kirby in the his house coming up. Very tall, dark, and handsome with perfect skin, which is annoying. Um, and yeah, that's it. He's coming in a minute. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will be back in a minute. Hi, I'm Marielle Hemingway. And I'm Bobby Williams. Are you ready to be better and feel younger? Are you ready to find your true self? 
Are you ready to step into the life you were meant to live? Let's do it together now. Join us for the Running with Nature show. Learn how to step into your life. Coming soon to podcastone.com. Podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. You're listening to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. 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 Welcome back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. My next guest today is Dr. Will Kirby. He's a celebrity dermatologist and a Big Brother winner because I Googled him last night. That is true. It's basically, you are a mastermind manipulator. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Thank <laughs> you very much. And I also – let me preface this by saying I knew who you were, but then when I heard you on Howard Stern, I fell in love with you. Oh. And I'll tell you why. You are so authentic and I think authenticity is so lacking in uh, entertainment these days. So thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, my and gosh. the pleasure is 100% mine. Well, thank you for coming. Oh, and you're married, right? I am married. Damn yeah. it. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you have amazing skin, by the way. Thank and you. You're 39. I'm 40. You're 40. Yeah. 73. 40. When's your birthday? Uh, January 2nd. January. Oh, so you're extremely selfish. Yes. That's yes. true. Yeah. Yeah. I have all the good. I, uh, You know, I'm not a big astrology person, but I do really fit that Capricorn. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's good and bad. It's just, I dated one, extremely selfish, but extremely successful. Yeah. Yeah. We're hardworking. I'm a good provider. That's good, right? That's good. And you have children? I do. I have a one year old and a (gasps) three year old. Oh my gosh. Boys or girls? I have, my son is three and my daughter is one. Oh, wow. We have a lot in common. We do, actually. But my kids are older. I have a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old. Yeah. Um, Your wife was on a reality television show. Yeah, my wife and I are are cheesy reality. We're a cheesy reality couple. Don't say cheese. Don't say that. Because then you're putting me in your cheese. um, Well, anytime you're on reality TV, shouldn't you kind of accept that cheese factor? I mean, it's not Shakespeare here. Who are we kidding? Like, I I like – I love Andy Cohen. And I was on an Andy Cohen show a long, long time ago. But at the end of the day, I think Andy himself would admit that he's kind of cheesy. We're not saving the world is what you mean. I don't like the word cheesy because it implies there's yeast and mold, and that's not us. Right. That is right. fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. I am obsessed with skin. Uh huh. And I, you're like you did you do tattoo removal. Was that your claim yeah. to fame? Correct. My my area of academic expertise is laser tattoo removal, but I'm a board certified dermatologist, so I deal with all aspects of skin. Um, and I am an open book. Anything you want to know, I will tell you the the honest to god truth. And if you're listening out there and you want skin like Brandy's, oh. let's talk about it because she is beautiful. I'm looking at you, cosmetic distance mm-hmm. four to five feet away. You have gorgeous skin. Well, thank you. I, I do suffer from melasma okay. and adult acne, and I'm a picker, so that's a problem. Thank you for recognizing Ugh. that. Most pickers won't recognize that. Oh, I know. You. Okay. I, I wish I wish I could – I actually went to therapy for it before. I'm supposed to not have needles, tweezers, or a mirror that magnifies, but yep. I have them all back. Yeah. I yeah. know. And I'm making a mess of my face. Three separate issues there, and, they, and they're very, very different, but – I will tell you the most frustrating thing for me is patients who pick, and it actually has a medical t- name. It's called uh, neurotic excoriations. So it's a <laughs> uh, neurotic excoriations. I'll say it again. It is a very, very legitimate medical concern for dermatologists. And yeah. patients come in and they they have picked that skin, and they say, "Doctor Kirby, you know this. Uh, here's my skin. I did nothing to it." And I say, "You're not being honest with yourself. Right. The skin doesn't spontaneously erupt like that." Right. So recognizing that problem will help quite a bit. Yes, I mean it. It does help, and I go it, when I'm not stressed. I don't pick, right. and when I'm pe- when I'm stressed, I find things to pick at that aren't even there. Of course, and that's my. I mean, it is my ism for sure, and I know that. But my que- my main question is, if you could remove colored tattoo, mm. 
Why can't you remove the brown spots on my forehead? Well, with you're talking yeah. about melasma specifically. Melasma, for those of you out there who don't really know, melasma is when when someone who typically has a, a fair complexion, or you may have a warmer complexion, a warmer tone to your skin. It's where um, you develop hyperpigmentation, which is darker skin. It's almost exclusively seen in women, and it's because of the presence of two things: estrogen and sunlight, or some under, a form of unnatural light. So why don't men get it? it? The reason is they don't really have estrogen. Women get it because Damn of that it. estrogen. <laughs> and the light. And not to delve into your personal life, but women who are under 50 get it because they're either on birth control pills or they're they're having normal menstruation and they build that estrogen. But w- girls who are prepubescent prior to 12 and older than 50 don't get it because they don't have that estrogen. Yeah, and it's the same mom, reason men don't get it. My mom doesn't have it. I, I never had one zit in high school. I never had melasma. Get to my 20s. All of a sudden, I have adult acne and melasma, and I'm going, what the heck happened to me? The hormones caught up with you is what happened. But the treatment of melasma, number one, it's not sexy. It's not fun. Strict sun avoidance. And when people do that, that will make a big, big, big difference. And then the second thing is sometimes you have to have hormone regulation via birth control pills or something like that. I'm not on them on purpose because okay. I know that makes it worse. I've, I've done every laser under the sun. I've done Fraxel, Perfecta, CO2, or the mm-hmm. VB. Wow, you do know I all. do everything. Trust me. And – it's it's just not. And topical medications have you tried? I, hydroquinone. I have a ten percent. Okay. It's not well, that now. That that might be the problem. Okay. And I don't want to put. I don't want to get too nerdy here because the audience is going to start yelling at me. But no, they'll I tweet how that ten percent um, hydroquinone might be the problem. Any right. any percentage higher than four percent is not regulated in the United States by the FDA. So if someone is making ten percent for you, <laughs> you can actually ironically get something called ochronosis, where it perpetuates the problem. Wow! So I think we've got we've solved a little bit of the, the mystery here. Let's immediately stop any um, hydroquinone that you're using higher than ten percent. Wow! Strict sun avoidance, and then sometime come to my office and we'll take a look under under a magnifying glass and see if we can f- come up with some. Uh, interesting ways to, to really try to treat yeah, it. I, but I I'm looking at you will. here and I don't see anything. I, I spackled today because okay. I it's it's just it's such a frustrating thing to have this. It's like a map of the United States on my forehead. <laughs> no, well, the, for those of you you can't see her. I'm looking at Brandy. She's gorgeous. She first of all she's a lot taller than you think. <laughs> Do people tell you that? I mean I know you're a model, but like you're t- really like intimidating. I'm six two and you're intimidatingly tall. No, I'm I, you know I'm five. And Jennifer 10. too. Jennifer's tall. Yeah, I'm five. Guys are like 10, Amazons. But I think on TV we all come across shorter and fatter than we are because yes. everyone sees us on TV and then they see us in real life and they're like, oh my God, you're so much thinner than I thought. The same thing happens to me. People come to me and they say, hey, I saw you on the doctors or Dr. Natsuno and they say, you're you're really tall and skinny. I'm like, yeah, it's my whole life. Thanks for the update. Yeah, I'm right. 40, no, exactly. Yeah, been skinny my whole life. Thanks. But, but me too. And that, thank God, because I eat, like I said, like crap. And w- would you say that the things that we put into our body reflect in our skin? For a long time, dermatologists are saying they didn't. Um, well, I, there's a lot of um, old wives' tales associated yeah. with skin. And I will tell you this. In my personal belief and the belief of most board-certified dermatologists, what you eat is not a hu- is not reflected in the quality of your skin. And mm. I will tell you, I have patients who eat horribly and they have beautiful skin. I have people who have the best, healthiest diet you've ever seen and they have terrible skin really? and all things in between. So um, I, I will. there is not a huge correlation with one rare exception, and that's young girls who have excess dairy products, yeah. yogurt, milk, and cheese. If it is supplemented with estrogen, which is often the case, then that can make them break out a little bit more. But as a general rule, there is not a correlation between diet and skin that we believe to be um, a, a sort of a steadfast um, a, a rule. 
Wow. Okay. Because I was like, I have to change my diet to get better skin. I'm not going to be able to do it. I have no discipline. <laughs> no. What, what do you mean you eat unhealthy? Like, what do you eat? Like, mm. what's a bad diet for you? I, I love anything fried. Okay. I love Me pasta. Too. I'm like any kind of carb situation, bread and butter. My friends are like, I'll have a salad dressing on the side. I'm like, I'll have the spinach tortellini extra parm. You know, but you're in incredible shape. So what do you do? You just burn it off. You do a lot I, of physical you know, exercise. I think, st- I think stress burns a lot of it true. off. Like I, I would be driving with my butt cheeks clenched and I'll realize all day long that that's how high stress I run. You have to relax high your anxiety. butt cheeks. I know, but yeah. then you get a cuter butt if you have that happening. It, you know, I th- from a medical perspective, you're 100% <laughs> right. Like that stress is it's extremely catabolic, yes. extremely catabolic, which is you burn a ton of calories when you're stressed I out. can tell. I'm like I've been doing like interviews and I can tell I'm so – High stress that I'm burning like calories the, as we speak, but I do Pilates. I right. do three days a yeah, week. You take great care of yourself. I that, do. I, try. I, I think from just kind of going off topic here, what I, people ask me all the time: How do you stay in shape? And it's a huge topic yeah. in Los Angeles. How do I you saw you on Big Brother showing your like eighteen pack. Well, by I the was. Way. <laughs> I was a lot. I was a lot more in shape then. But I will. I think genetics is a hugest component. Like both your parents are probably like. Tall and thin. Tall and thin. So genetics is a huge component. Probably, I don't know, just top of my head, like 75% of how you look. I agree. And then I think um, exercise is tertiary, meaning that diet is the second most important thing. I think that if you eat healthy or eat reasonable portions, that makes a much bigger um, component than exercise. I think people emphasize exercise too much in that quest to get the perfect body. I have this really weird theory, and I'm going to test it on you. Um, I have friends that work out really hard, and they run. Mm -hmm. And they look older, I'm not saying names, than my friends that do less – let's say they work out, let's say I like vigorous work. Like I do Pilates. I do it because I can lay down when I'm exercising Okay, (laughs) because I'm kind of lazy. But I feel like every time you pound the ground, your cheeks are sagging. Um, that's this an interesting. Is me. <laughs> that's very interesting. I mean, there, there have been studies where long long distance marathon running is very unhealthy for you. I mean, it has it does it is associated with a higher cancer rate than. Um, and and the reason is once again, it's incredibly catabolic. You're producing a tremendous amount of oxidants, uh, you know, as opposed to antioxidants. Right. You're you're undergoing oxidation through that muscular process. So, um, short term interval exercise is definitely good for cardiac health. Right. Of course. Long-term marathon running is bad for you. It's, it's bad, bad for, for your face. It's, yeah, it's bad. I'm it is. you. It, well, the other thing, too, is if you go to, like, a really healthy place in L.A., like a healthy, um, like, uh, a I don't fan, know. Like a fancy gym. A fan, or, well, like, everyone looks, uh, I mean, more a uh, food place. Like, if oh, you go to oh, a, right. a healthy food place like in L.A., Earth Cafe. everyone looks so unhealthy. I'm know. like, well, you guys need to eat more. You look really unhealthy. Well, they're trying to be healthy through their diet, and they're not doing the exercise, right. and then they're having a cigarette after they eat. And they have <laughs> ugly parents. So luckily for you, luckily well, for me, we had yeah, thin, We're, we're thin, better than everyone. Good-looking parents. <laughs> I have a couple other questions Please, for you. Please, hit me. And also, I heard you're a fan of Del Taco. I love Del Taco. I used to I used to work at Del Taco when I was 15 years old. 25 years ago, I used to work at Del Taco. Oh my god, they and all know my name though. Like I go there so often. I'm I have not- a Del Taco card. I have a gift card that what? they sent me because I mentioned in my book they sent me $200 gift cards. Note to self: yes. I've got to get my agent to get me a Del yes. Taco gift card immediately. I know. I think we share the same agent. I want to be in a Del Taco <laughs> ad where they're like, "Hey, uh, you know, you used to work at Del Taco, and now you still eat at Del Taco." I know, and you look like this. You say it doesn't affect the skin. There's no lard in the beans. But I like <laughs> it. And I'll, let me preface this by saying I get nothing. I have not a paid spokesman for Del Taco. I, know, I just neither. love Del Taco. I did get a free card. But oh, that, yeah, I wrote did. about it before I got the free card. Well, okay. there you go. Right. So here's my question. I was watching 
Sandra Bullock on the red carpet okay. in a really short mini dress. Yes. Looking amazing. I said that kind of perverted. Sorry. Yeah, I'd like I to know. retract that. that. A little bit I'd like gross. to retract that. Yeah. Maybe um, edit that out. There And it was a picture, and she has no wrinkles on her knees, and she's 50. Okay. Hmm. And I know there's no such thing as a knee lift, because where would you put the scar? Right. But what do I do about the wrinkles I above my knees? I do not know. I, I have never thought about that before. This is the first time, and people ask me crazy stuff all the time, but no one has ever asked me this. I mean, I'm sure you could get you know, the skin tightening treatments to any part of the body. So you could get you know a radio frequency or a... Like, like a, a refirm kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, certainly no harm in that. Well, I mean, there, she's we should be doing something. Her. Let's ask her. If you're if you're listening to this, please tweet to Sandra Bullock and ask her about her gorgeous knees. Yeah, exactly. And her face isn't falling either. And she she's doesn't look plastic. So I feel like I think it might be a, a commonality in Hollywood is HGH use. What do you think about that? Yeah, uh, Human uh, growth hormone. A, a lot of people use HGH. Almost um, everyone here. I, you know, I, I tell I, – I'm extremely conservative in my medical practice and uh, uh, men and women use it. And the problem is the jury is really out on HGH. We right. don't know what it does long term. I, I, I'm the most candid person you've ever met. Not quite as authentic as you, <laughs> but I, I'm pretty forthcoming. I don't do anything like that, but I would when the time is right. And right. I think the time would be right for me when I really feel like my body is wearing down because as youthful as, as we feel and LA is an extremely youthful city. City, you know, at, when when you hit your 60s, 70s, you might need that pick it catches me up. up with you. And so the, the dilemma with starting HGH now is that if you start it now, there is no turning back. You are always going to need it. And so the, the when why do you is, stop? Why, why, why would you always? I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I was yeah. on it once when I broke my leg. My okay. doctor put it on me, mm-hmm. put me on it, and what it did to me was really lean out my abs. I had like I had like an like. 12 pack for a hot second Mm -hmm. but it gave me acne and it made my melasma worse so i was on it and then i was like well were you just on hgh or were you also on some other no just hgh and i I ejected it in my stomach okay and um it was just to help me heal better because i didn't want to have the surgery because i just didn't want to have the surgery and so i was on it for possibly two months and i did notice you know i was lean i wasn't hungry my skin was horrible and i don't know that it helped me you know, I don't, how would I know if it helped me heal any faster? Right. And also, how do you necessarily know if it was the cause of the bad skin? It could have been the stress. or It's tough to say. It I, sounds I mean, like you I'm think it was. I a sensitive system. And okay. I kind of know, like, I can, if you're injecting a hormone into your body, I mean, I, I this is just me. Am I, I'm a doctor in my head. <laughs> I just play one on oh, TV. Oh, uh, everyone is in Los Angeles. Right? So, yes. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. No, but I'm I did do it for it. a couple months. And I'm not, you know, ashamed of it at all. But I... I it, it's just definitely not for me. Well, it'll, it'll definitely lean you out, and it'll definitely offer muscle mass. And and the question is, what will happen when you do that long? There, are there other uh, detil, deleterious uh, ramifications? Like in men, will it cause prostate cancer? Right. Or could it make the growth of an unknown tumor grow faster? Right. But if you start now, if you start in your late thirties, when do you? You can't stop. You're not going to use it until you're fifty, and then all of a sudden stop. You're basically committing. You know, doing it too. Doing anything um, in moderation is not. Not necessarily bad, but right. if you do human growth hormone for 10 years, you're kind of committing to do it for the rest of your life. That's so expensive. Oh, very. Jeez, yeah. If you it, get the good stuff. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. And you, so you're injecting it once a week until a little bit of subcutaneous no, um, fat. Once in the morning. Oh, okay. Once a um, day. Yeah, but it was a very, like the very smallest amount. Um, okay. My doctor put it, I, I mean, I don't want to get him in trouble, so I'm not going to say his name. But he, um, yeah, he put me on it. He's like, you don't want to have he a now surgery. Works at Del Taco. <laughs> He's no, working at Del Taco later today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just, yeah, I just, it couldn't, I couldn't get my head around it. I just felt like that was the reason I was getting these 
ginormous breakouts and this melasma. And what I did just, you do for muscle mass? Did you feel more muscular? I, you know what? I wasn't muscular. I had, for the first time ever, a six-pack. Okay. I was like lean. So I, you could you see out. my muscles. It's, normally, I have like a four-pack. Okay. The bottom two are just done. on a woman, is that is that sexy well, I mean, or no? I don't think, I won't say six-pack. You're right. That's aggressive. It's right. a little, it's a little, I like a little softness, but I have that mommy pooch, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't enjoy cute, that. that's though. Uh, like, the thing is, when I was 18, you know, that you're attracted to people who are 18. But when you're 40, you really find aesthetic beauty in people who are 40. Is that not true for you? No, oh, you, it, you know what? No, man? it's true for me. But I don't think that many men in this town think that way. Uh, uh, that's probably true. I might be a little like, right. difficult. What's the youngest guy you would date? Um, I've dated the youngest guy I've dated is a 23 year old. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Yes, mostly younger guys ask me out. Okay, and that's you know, and the guys that are 40 are dating 20 year olds. So right. it's a difficult – I don't think most men in this town have your outlook. Uh, well, it's not like I have a mature outlook by any means. I just – you know, I'm in a committed relationship and I see beautiful women all the time and I just – you know, I emotionally and mentally I'm committed to my wife because of the family we're building. But so you've never mean, cheated. I've never cheated on my wife but I see hot – I mean I see the most beautiful women in the world come into my practice and I can, I can be logistically intelligent enough – and objective enough to say you are gorgeous, much like I'm sitting here with you right. today. Oh, but thanks. I wouldn't. Ne- but I wouldn't overstep my boundaries with Have my family. Have you ever um, gotten excited and had to hide it with a patient? No, the doc- <laughs> I mean, people ask me that all the time. Doctors are extremely objective, and 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 that is true, both good and bad. If a gorgeous woman takes off her clothes in front of me, I see it as nothing more than human flesh, and I'm completely objective. If a man pulls out his dong and it's covered in genital warts, all- see, I don't get grossed out. To me. That I'm completely objective. So I, I am – I really am true to my cause and to my profession, which is nothing can gross me out. Nothing can excite me. Even Steven, everything is the same to me. I treat it nothing more than just data, science, right. logistical information. Do you play doctor with your wife at home? No, we don't uh, – <laughs> we, we, <laughs> there's not a lot of role oh, playing in my house. Not a lot of role playing in my house. You know, the thing – I mean the thing is just while we're being candid here, it's so like – the I, I really respect my wife and I love her a ton, but it, uh, the kids put a big strain on a relationship. Do. I mean, I'm sure you experienced that. And I know your history, which is crazy, yeah. but I mean, like the kids definitely. You really have. They're to in your on. bed. They're, they're there's no your... there's no such thing as privacy anymore. No, it's like no. I've never in in a relationship gone to the restroom in front of a man because I just find that to be so wrong in every way. Um, the kids just barge in. They're like, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, can you do this? I'm like, get out. You will lose all privacy. All privacy. And it also must be even, just to overstep my boundary, even more tough for you because now you're dating and you have the two kids and they almost have to approve. No, they don't meet. They've only met. In five years, they've only met one guy and he's turning out to be yucky. Okay. Um, So we're not sure what we're doing about him. One day we're on, one day we're off, one day Mm. we're on. You know, it's like that. But no, and they've met him as a friend of mine and not my boyfriend, even though – Jake told him he thinks that we should be in love. I'm Jake's not, the 10-year-old? Yeah, he's a six-year-old. Six they're okay. des- I think things have changed where they're desperate for me now to have a man. Okay. Like the second anyone, even if the gardener walks in my house, they're on him like, why aren't right? guys here, Mom. Seriously, they're like, you want to wrestle? I'm like, oh, my God. These That's poor cute, kids. though, because they, they, they're so protective of you. And they, yeah. but no, they, no, they do it like. Come marry my mother. No, I mean like they want – they want – you know, the, they want – that's so cute. I don't know about that. Well, I and know. I have a question I mean, for you as a dermatologist. Yes. Okay, sorry. I'm going back. So I feel like as I get older, my neck is getting skinny. 
Oh, that's interesting. Um, you, you get distribution. You get different uh, movement of fat. You get fat distribution in, in bad ways. Um, so like women that. often complain of the presence of the strap muscles in their neck. You can really see that sort of those strappy muscles. Well, you can and get Botox in those. You can. You can, right. you can kind of smooth them down a little bit. And you can also use topical, topical medications that will help as well. Um, topical retinoids can make right. a really big difference. The, the society is so <laughs> cruel because as men right. age – Oh, you get more handsome. You get more handsome. And as women age, it's really – unfair. It's, so. Well, especially in the city. I think oh, that the there's... Worst. The people are just mean. They are. They really are. I look at my Twitter. They're like, you old, bitter bitch. <laughs> like, do you oh. block people on Twitter? I do, but first I tell them to fuck off. I usually, like... You know, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. It just depends. I don't block someone if they have a difference of opinion with me right. because I feel like we're all entitled to our own opinions. And, right. You know, we're going to disagree, but if they're just nasty and mean... I, I do. Yeah, them. I do. I don't really block – and here's my philosophy is because I almost feel like any any PR is good PR. And if right. someone's crazy enough to say bad things about you on Twitter, then their few followers – they know they're an idiot. Right. So – they're looking for an answer. Oh, oh of course. Right. They're Jesus. Just, Sorry. No. Who is it? It's my book agent, and I'm not allowed to say well, this. Well, say, say something. Do you have I something tried. interesting I to say? I don't know how to use this phone. Mean or, or vintage Blackberries. Let me try to turn it off. Um, but what were we talking about? Now, we I were talking about um, your love life. And oh, right. Right. Oh, it's so exhausting. So is that going to be on the show this year? It is. It's just, you know, it's exhausting being me. I right. have, you know, I have like, I am kind of like civil. I have a double personality because okay. I have the kids half the time and I'm like super mom, you know, we're in bed by nine. And then the other half the time, I get myself in a little trouble. <laughs> well, and you have obligations too because you have to be a socialite because of your, because of your notoriety now. Well... <laughs> No, I mean, so, like, I mean, you say that use the word socially. Like, I mean, well, loosely. I just mean in the sense of like there is pressure on the cast of a popular reality show like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills to to be places, yeah, to be places and shake hands and have a smile all the time and be this perfect little thing. And it's kind of like sometimes you don't want to be someone's dancing monkey, you know. I, you do feel like a show pony, and so I think mostly when I go home to my family who I love in Sacramento, I get pranced around like a show pony, right. which is not a bad thing because you know they're just proud of you and it's great. But sometimes you just feel like you just want to go home and not cover up that zit, <laughs> sit there with grandma and, and have a drink, right? Yes. And just be like normal, like bumpkin from Sacramento, right? So tell me um, about where's your practice now? Uh, well, I, I certainly don't. Uh, I'm not here for the plug, but no, I, I'm, I know. In, I'm right around Might the corner. Well. We're in Beverly Hills, and like I said, my area of expertise is tattoo removal. So my clinic is Doctor Tatoff. We do more tattoo removal than anyone right. in the world, but. You know, I'm a board-certified dermatologist, so people see me every day for you know the warts we discussed, melasma, things like that. I, I'm fortunate enough that I really love what I do for a living. Um, right. I, I really enjoy. I love what you do for a living. I love being a dermatologist. So, <laughs> I'm jealous. Um, Can I come and like sit in a white coat and like watch what you do? Of course, you know. And I, I train medical students, and I have people in all the time. So we do. It, it, the, the field of dermatology is fascinating, and it's a it wonderful is. field. And it's one of the few. You know, medicine's one of the few um, professions that's still very noble. Well, it's always evolving as well. I mean, there's always yes. some new messed up thing that we're all catching definitely <laughs> whereas the most important question before i let you go yes um can i get a discount oh d- a discount <laughs> i wouldn't be true to myself if i get you know, no i'll give you the, um, i'll give you the professional discount of 10 percent. i people ask Thank me you. for discounts all the time and i say listen mm-hmm. i respect this is an interesting topic actually i respect immensely when people come in to barter but you right. know the the medical world shouldn't really be a barter system like don't you want the best 
at a reasonable cost as opposed to trying to grind your Something dermatologist. Something for free. There's nothing so for free anywhere. There's nothing for free and you're just going to be you're going to be compromising it somewhere else. So I try to stay true to myself and my staff and my commitments, but for you, of course. <laughs> of course. All right. Well, this is Brandy Glanville and Dr. Will Kirby and we are finishing up today on Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. And I would love to have you back because I have so many more questions Anytime. for you. Be careful but what like, you offer. I'll come here every day. Oh, and I'll perfect. be knocking outside the studio. Let me in. Let me in. I want to meet the wife and the baby. Oh, be careful what you offer. My oh, wife, babies. she will be great. You should have her come I on. I would love to. She's got a mouth almost as big as mine. So. <laughs> oh, I, I would like to be in bedroom with you guys at night. I'm kidding. Hello. Kidding. Joking. All right. That's it for us. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download a brand new episode next Tuesday at podcastone.com.